What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm former FBI Assistant Director Frank Figluzzi. Join me on a journey deep inside the world's premier law enforcement agency to decode the mysteries and challenges of today's FBI. The threats facing America are as real as the men and women who battle to protect us. In this first-of-a-kind podcast, we sit down with active-duty FBI personnel who reveal their mission, their cases, and their lives. Let's go inside the Bureau with Frank Figluzzi. Meritorious achievement, the shield of bravery, and the Medal of Valor. To be a hero, acting in an extraordinary fashion under extraordinary circumstances. The ones who run toward danger when other people would run away from it. No one ever knows if they're capable of that extraordinary heroism until, of course, they're confronted with it. It's less than one-tenth of one percent of all FBI employees. The supreme sacrifice. It is an honor to know that I have somehow contributed to the memorialization of their service. We've got a special episode this time around that involves... Really, the FBI's motto, fidelity, bravery, integrity. We're going to focus particularly on that bravery part, and we're going to talk about the FBI's honorary medals program with the unit chief overseeing that very important program. We're pleased to have as our guest this week, Amy Way from FBI headquarters, and the Human Resources Division. Amy, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Pleased to be here. So let's get into a discussion of this program that really has very little public exposure, but means so much to the men and women of the FBI, their families, and really for the health and internal perception 
of the FBI, and that's the Honorary Medals Program. Before we get into that discussion, as always, let's talk about your personal journey into the FBI, what you were doing previously, and what you've been assigned since joining the Bureau. Sure. Thank you. You know, my journey to the FBI is a little different than other employees. We have so many employees at the FBI who literally grow up in their career in the FBI because it's an amazing opportunity to do so many different things. Uh, for me, I came in with a 20-year career already in corporate communications, started out as a journalist. I changed over to corporate comm and then found myself in 2008 like wanting to do something different with my my career. And so I came into the FBI uh, working in the employee communications unit uh, in the Office of Public Affairs. And um, pretty much soon after that, I transferred up to the Human Resources Division and got to manage this amazing program. You've been managing this program now, if I've got this right, for about 11 years. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And I've got to tell you, uh, we have guests after guests that have fascinating jobs. Some have jobs that, because of the nature of their role, allow them to see the entire kind of panoply of the FBI. Maybe maybe they're sitting in the general counsel's office or someplace, even, for example, public affairs. They get to see the work of the entire bureau. You get to see a very special niche of the FBI, and that is FBI personnel at their very, very best when it counts the most. Tell us about running this program. Explain the Honorary Medals program to us. What's it all about? Yeah, it is definitely a unique position when within the FBI. I, like you said, I get to see a very special niche of people, the people who have excelled beyond even the FBI's highest standards and are being honored. And my team, you know, it's certainly not just me. I have a great team behind me and we work really hard to make sure that they feel honored and that their work is recognized because it really has gone above and beyond. And the FBI Honorary Medals Program, they started it in 1990, recognizing that they needed a formal way to recognize the bravery and the the valor and the heroism that a lot of agents demonstrate in these operations. They're also presented to our law enforcement partners when there's a nexus to an FBI case, because we certainly don't exclude the bravery of our partners in executing these operations. Um, so within the FBI Honorary Medals, there are five categories, uh, meritorious achievement, the shield of bravery, and the Medal of Valor. We also have two other categories. One is the FBI star for those who are injured, seriously injured in the line of duty. And then we also have the FBI memorial star for those who are killed in the line of duty. Um, I think that this program is just such an important demonstration of how dangerous the FBI mission is. 
I know that people see lots of things on TV, but when it's in real life and there are bullets flying, these operations can become seriously dangerous. And these FBI agents are the ones who run toward danger when other people would run away from it. And we really take this opportunity to recognize when they have gone above and beyond. You know, I think the term hero is often overused in our society, but it seems to me that the folks you're dealing with, the the medals you're overseeing, that program does really involve heroes. And heroes are sometimes nothing more than ordinary folks doing extraordinary things when it's required of them, but no one ever knows if they're capable of that extraordinary heroism until, of course, they're confronted with it. The other thing I want to get a feel for in this discussion, since we we so often give kind of participation trophies out for people who show up and, and expect something of them, give us a feel for the criteria for these um, and the data behind how many are given out. This isn't showing up uh, and participation trophies, is it? No, I would say this is far from a participation trophy. The medals are really for outstanding, like you can't even describe above and beyond um, because the FBI certainly has a high bar already for heroism and bravery. And when they run towards this danger, I do want to just say that, you know, these men and women are trained to manage these situations and they have an expert team behind them and still things happen right? So they are definitely trained. This is not willy-nilly like, oh, I think I'll go off and do this. These are are very dedicated, highly trained teams uh, ready to take on these situations. But the, the different kinds of things that we honor, so at the meritorious level, those are mostly off-duty experiences that our special agents have. Um, just for instance, we had one agent who was walking his dog along a waterway, witnessed a canoe accident, and the two boaters were rendered unconscious, and he went into the water to pull them to shore and helped save their life. So that's kind of the meritorious level. When we get to Shield of Bravery... We, um, an example I want to share is about a SWAT team that was attempting to arrest uh, a subject and he turned and fired on the team. He shot one of the team members and the team was awarded the medal for their management of the situation about getting their team member to Uh, medical care and still being able to neutralize the threat that was facing um, the team. For the Medal of Valor, that's really our highest honor. And that is reserved for those who, I think, gone above and beyond the above and beyond, (laughs) if that really makes sense. We had one recipient who was part of a drug takedown They had arrested 29 of 30 subjects, and they were looking for the 30th. And so he 
went into a hotel lobby and he was trying to interview the clerk and just ask around. And the 30th subject ends up right next to him in the lobby. Um, there was an extreme uh, scuffle while he was resisting arrest. There was significant hand-to-hand combat, made it out to the parking lot. The agent got kind of tangled up in the subject's car. He was dragged across an interstate and still seriously injured, managed to shoot into the car, get the car to stop, and dial 911 and get the subject apprehended. You cannot even fathom. Yeah, that that's the kind of scenario that I think resonates with all of us in terms of extraordinary conduct that no one knows they're quite capable of until they're faced with that danger and risk and still get the mission accomplished. Hey, let's break here for me to tell you about a supplement I've been using personally for about a year. I was looking for faster recovery from tougher workouts especially since I'm not getting any younger. What I found on my own was True Niogen. True Niogen helps fuel the cell's energy engines, maintains cellular metabolism, and even supports heart health in combination with a healthy lifestyle. With 13 published human clinical studies and backed by Nobel Prize winners, True Niogen is a supplement that's clinically proven to boost NAD levels, an essential coenzyme required for cellular energy and repair. Since taking True Niogen, I have more resiliency, and it helps my muscles recover after workouts. Whether you're an athlete, busy parent, or busy grandparent, True Niogen can be part of a lifestyle of healthy aging. Add more vitality to your life today with True Niogen. Right now, new customers can save 10% on their first purchase by going to trueniogen.com slash frank and use code frank. That's trueniogen.com slash frank, code frank, to save 10% on your first purchase True Niagen, that's T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N.com slash Frank, code Frank. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is also sponsored by Audible. I've been doing a lot of air travel lately, and it's a hassle, but it's much better with Audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation, and more, like original entertainment from top celebrity creators and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts, just like the FBI way. As an Audible member, you'll get credit every month good for any title in the entire premium selection. That means the latest bestseller, the buzziest new release, the hottest celebrity memoir, or that bucket list title you've been meaning to pick up. Those titles are yours to keep forever in your Audible library. You'll also get full access to the popular Plus catalog. It's filled with thousands and thousands of audiobooks, original entertainment, guided fitness and meditation, sleep tracks for better rest, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series. All are included with your membership 
so you can download and stream all you want, no credits needed, with everything you love to listen to all in one app, Audible is your playlist for life. New members can always try Audible for 30 days free. Visit audible.com slash bureau or text bureau to 500-500. Audible, it's your playlist for life. Now let's return to our discussion. What else do you have for us in terms of examples? I know that the next category is the FBI star and that you've told us that involves injury. You've got something to share with us uh, as an example there? Sure. Well, that same agent uh, that I talked about for Medal of Valor, he was seriously injured. And so he also received the FBI star. We are proud of the fact that we don't have many FBI star recipients. We try very hard with um, proper operation planning and training to ensure that our agents are not injured. Um, And then at the same time, situations happen and they are. So generally, these are agents who have been shot in the line of duty while carrying out an operation. Mm. And there's a, a medal, a recognition that recognizes the supreme sacrifice that often is required of law enforcement agents, and that's the Memorial Star. What can you tell us about that? That is the hardest one to present, I have to say. When my team and I have to prepare for those, we all take a collective breath, and we know that in presenting that medal to the family, there is such deep loss that we really want it to be done with the utmost reverence for their loss. And so it's just, it's one of the more difficult ones. And my role in in that is writing the inscription that goes on the medal. And that's so difficult for me personally, because that medal is going to sit on that family's mantle, their children, their parents, their siblings, everyone is going to read that. And it has to embody both the significance of their sacrifice and their service to the country. There is no doubt that these are heroes and and it's it's a real challenge, but it is also in in my mind it's the biggest honor. It is an honor to know that I have somehow contributed to the memorialization of their service. You know, I've I've heard people complain about the challenges of uh, limiting their social media posts to 200 characters or less. And you've got this monumental challenge uh, filled with emotion, knowing family members for eternity are going to have this medal in their hands, and it's going to be inscribed with a description of what their loved one did in the service of his or her country. And you've got to distill that sacrifice down to 50 words. It's hard to imagine that. And um, are you present when these medals are awarded and the family is there to receive them? 
So the FBI uh, hosts a special ceremony to present the FBI honorary medals. And so I have had the opportunity to meet the families and the children and the parents of some of our recipients. Um, but other times, uh, sometimes it is just the director presenting the medal at the funeral. So it, it really depends on the wishes of the family as to where the medal is presented. Understood. Are you able to, to share with us some examples of that memorial star and uh, give us a sense of the kind of sacrifice we're talking about here in the, in the various scenarios? Sure. Uh, most recently in February, FBI Special Agent Dan Alphen and Special Agent Laura Schwarzenberger were killed in the line of duty in Florida uh, while trying to arrest a child predator. And so we uh, prepared the medals for their families, and those were actually presented in a special ceremony at the Miami field office. Yeah, that's certainly something that's recently in all of our minds, and I think reminded everyone of the dangers of all kinds of FBI work. Amy, we've talked a lot about FBI agents as recipients of these. Um, is anyone in the FBI eligible for this? Has Have these honorary medals ever gone to professional uh, specialists, non-agent uh, positions? They have. Uh, it's few and far between. So I would say for the most part, the recipients are agents or are law enforcement partners um, because they are on the front lines of these operations. But we have had four professional staff who have received the award. One staff member was uh, actually just getting her coffee at Starbucks and encountered an inebriated man who was trying to give away his child. And um, so she made sure that she could secure the safety of that child and call the appropriate authorities. Um, because, you know, if it hadn't been her that he would have walked up to, we're not sure where that child would have ended up. We've also had two employees who have received a memorial star. So one uh, was a telecommunications manager who in Atlanta died during a takeover of that field office. And then there was also uh, a telecommunications technician who died of a 9-11 related illness. Yeah, the the bravery is not limited to the gun and badge carrying special agent position, clearly. There's another category uh, within the Memorial Star that deals with the tragedy of 9-11. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. So everybody knows that on 9-11, there were hundreds and hundreds of first responders who ran toward danger and tried to save people and ultimately lost their lives. And it was a tragic, tragic loss. What people came to learn years after is that in the ensuing investigation, in the ensuing effort to clear all the debris, those first responders who were doing that work were breathing in those toxic fumes 
and ended up with horrible illnesses, most of them battled cancer. And we came to realize that even though their deaths were years later, years after 9-11, they were related to their work on that day. And in 2016, both the CDC and OSHA declared that those illnesses were actually work-related, tied to their work on 9-11. So the FBI had its first special agent pass away of a 9-11 related illness in 2007. And nine more would pass before the OSHA and CDC declaration. So in 2017, we finally came, and we meaning the FBI, came to the realization that these are line of duty deaths and these agents were deserving of the FBI Memorial Star. And so at that 2017 ceremony, we presented um, the first Memorial Stars to the agents who had died of 9-11 related illnesses. You know, the, the Bureau's decision to recognize that kind of sacrifice and recognize that response to the tragedy of 9-11 resulted in fatal illness for some personnel, I think, is a testament to the Bureau's ability to say uh, sacrifices take many shapes. And I think when, when many of the public think back to 9-11 and the losses there, they they don't include the law enforcement personnel, the firefighters at the scene who were working in the rubble, the, the hole in the ground in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, the Pentagon uh, site, and exposure to the toxic environment there that led to certain types of cancer. I had the privilege of, of working with a, a woman, an agent in the Cleveland division when I headed that office who was found to have developed uh, cancer from the site in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and ultimately passed away from that. The other, you know, impact I want to share of this program on on me, and and because it's an impact on all FBI employees, is this is not tucked away in some corner of the FBI for no one to really know about, but rather in every single FBI field office. There is a wall of honor, often either in the lobby, reception area, or somewhere on the first floor of the building. And that means that not only visitors, but the FBI employees who come to work every day walk by that wall of honor. And it is a solemn reminder of the dangers that each of them face and the sacrifice that that everyone on that wall has given and paid. And and even at the academy, as a new agent trainee, I can recall the impact every day walking to class through the center of the academy complex, passing by that wall of honor. And it was it was certainly a reminder that you've joined an organization that might require the supreme sacrifice. And I think there's just tremendous value in terms of contribution to the culture of the Bureau. Let's pause here to talk about Simply Safe. Imagine if every crime could be halted before it happened. Well, while you can't stop every criminal in their tracks, what if you could deter them? That's what Simply Safe's new wireless outdoor security camera does. It's wireless, so it can install 
anywhere. Extending Simply Safe's perimeter of defense from your windows and doors to the far corners of your property. That's right, Simply Safe, the system that U.S. News and World Report names best home security system of 2021 just got even better. This brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech to help keep you and your family safe. It has an ultra-wide 140-degree field of view so you can keep watch over your entire yard. It has a 1080 pixel HD resolution with an 8x zoom. That means you can zoom in and clearly see things like faces and license plates to capture critical evidence. And it has an easy to remove rechargeable battery so it doesn't need an outlet and can go anywhere on your property. This camera has all it takes and integrates with your Simply Safe home security system, extending its protection to the outside. Together, it means every door, window, and room are protected, and now your property will be too. To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit Simply Safe, that's S I M P L I S A F E dot com slash bureau. Simply Safe is offering 20% off your entire new system, and your first month of monitoring service is free. When you enroll in interactive monitoring. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash bureau. And we've added another sponsor to the FBI way. Just in time for Halloween, it's Shudder by AMC Networks. There's a chill in the air. Spooky season has arrived. It's scary movie time. There's no better place for horror than Shudder, which has kicked off its annual 61 Days of Halloween, a two-month supersized celebration full of new movies and series like a new season of Creepshow and VHS 94, a brand new installment in the acclaimed found footage anthology franchise. And that's just the start of Shudder's unbeatable Halloween lineup. There are new specials from Elvira and Joe Bob Briggs, a new season of the Boulay Brothers Dragula, their new docu-series Behind the Monsters on the origins and pop culture dominance of your favorite modern movie monsters, and so much more. You can stream great thrillers, horror, and suspense for $5.99 a month. Shudder has the largest, fastest-growing curated selection of thrilling and dangerous entertainment. It's the Netflix for horror. There are new supernatural terrors, edge-of-your-seat thrillers, and shocking horrors added every week. You'll have unlimited access to stream ad-free on all your favorite devices. Shudder has a unique collection of exclusive and original films and series, horror classics, and blockbuster hits. Stream the unexpected on all your favorite devices, including iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, Xbox One, Amazon Fire TV, Google Chromecast, Roku, and Android devices. I found Shudder to be horrifying in its variety of quality thrillers. Get started streaming the best horror, thriller, and supernatural content. Shudder's expertly curated collection includes must-see titles like Vicious Fun, The Mortuary Collection, and PG Psycho Gorman, plus all the best horror documentaries and the hit creep show TV series from executive producer Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead. To try Shudder free, 
for 30 days. Go to Shudder.com and use promo code FRANK. That's Shudder, S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com, promo code FRANK. Now let's get back to our episode. Uh, Amy, we talked about um, how this isn't simply a participation trophy, um, these various medals. Can you just give us more of a glimpse of the numbers of the medals that have been given out over the years and what percent of the, the FBI population that represents? Sure. So since 1990, when the medals were started, we've given out just under 900 medals. And that may sound like a lot, um, but it's certainly been 30 plus years. And in any given year, uh, we generally give out between 25 and 40. Obviously, it depends on the operations that are going down that particular year and, and what the situations are that people find themselves in. I would say in one year, I think it was my first year managing, we only gave out four. Uh, so there were, you know, it was a very high standard. And when you add the numbers up, it's less than one-tenth of one percent of all FBI employees. And if you break it down to just the agents, it's less than three-tenths of one percent of agents who will ever be honored with this medal. Yeah, that helps put that in perspective. And and so it would be truly phenomenal if there were any employees who had ever received a medal more than once. Has that ever happened? We have. We have a small handful of, of employees who have received uh, two honorary medals. Uh, they just happen to be involved in two separate operations. Um, so it's it's rare. Uh, this is really considered a once in a career medal, um, but it has happened. Now we talked before uh, this episode session, and you shared an example that I thought was truly astounding, and that is that there have been some personnel who've received the very same medal that their fathers had received in the Bureau. Did I get that right? You did. And that was a really special moment. It was one of my first ceremonies uh, that that we've staged there in uh, in FBI headquarters. So two agents, totally different operations, received uh, were approved to receive the medal. And in researching it, we learned that their fathers had received the exact same medal and were in fact still living. And so we invited their fathers to the ceremony and the then director, Robert Muller, he was so gracious in offering to share the stage in presenting the medal to their sons. And so the fathers and Director Muller presented the medal to them. Wow. Um, I've, I've had the privilege of sitting in the audience in the auditorium at FBI headquarters uh, a number of times when these award ceremonies occurred. And no matter how long I spent in the Bureau and heard these stories, each of those ceremonies was really awe-inspiring to hear the individual 
stories of bravery and, and valor. Walk us through the process of how someone gets nominated, recognized uh, for these medals. What's the process of deciding who gets them? How does that work? It's open to all employees. So any employee can nominate uh, another individual or team, uh, and even when that team includes law enforcement partners. And then the head of the division that uh, that employee works for has the opportunity to approve it. All of the nominations approved by division heads go to a board, which are made up of our executive assistant directors, and they review each and every nomination. And the other thing they do is they do a look back. So they make sure that all of the awards that they would be handing out or approving are in line with what we have approved before and what has been honored before. And then the nominations that are selected by that board go forth to yet another review process with our three top executives. And then finally, the director is responsible for making the final decisions and making the final selections. Well, it's a it's a process that I think is critical to recognizing what it takes to be a hero, acting in an extraordinary fashion under extraordinary circumstances and finding something deep inside yourself, drawing on training, on instinct to do something that stands out amongst an organization that already has extraordinary people in it. I want to thank you, Amy, for overseeing this really important program to the the health and continuity of the FBI and for representing that, especially that word bravery in the motto, fidelity, bravery, integrity. Thanks for sharing your stories and your role with us. Thanks. I really appreciate, Frank, the opportunity to share information about this extraordinary program. It's been uh, an amazing opportunity for me from a professional standpoint. And so I'm just welcome this chance to share it with uh, your listeners. We're glad you could do it. Hey, keep serving the nation, stay safe, and thank everybody you work with for doing what they do. Thank you. You too. Thanks for joining me as we learned the story behind how the FBI recognizes its bravest among the brave. Next time, we'll be joined by someone you may not know exists. He's the FBI's historian. Dr. John Fox will remind us of the old adage, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. And he'll tell us how to seek and find that FBI file we've always wondered about. The Bureau is written by Frank Fagluzzi and executive produced by Allison Gill with sound design and editing by Molly Hockey with podcast art design by Johanna Coxeter. Music for The Bureau is written and composed by Peter Rydberg. The Bureau is a proud member of MSW Media Network, a collection of independent creator-owned podcasts focused on news, politics, and justice. For more information, visit mswmedia.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.